This is the GPS Show with Gabe and Scott, guiding you throughout the NFL season. From the two of First and ten after the penalty. Here comes Fredlin on the blitz. They pick him up nicely. Wilson taking a shot. He's got the pass. Brilliant pass by Wilson. On fourth and five, Jones steps up, takes off, he's in. Touchdown. From Seattle to London, we have you covered on all the hot topics in football. Is the GPS show only on 88.9 The Bridge? Hello and welcome into the GPS show. It's a Monday alongside Scott Pierre. I'm Gabe Gottesman. As always, we've been gone all of last week due to midwinter break. Scott, I'm forgetting now. Did you go anywhere? I did. I took a trip to Sankadia for the weekend. Oh, it was, that's it was nice. a nice little getaway. I went to Cabo, and I've got a nice tan to show for it. Someone told me that I have a tan. I didn't even know it until now. But no one does know it because we're on the radio and not on TV. But trust me, it's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we, we missed uh, a couple weeks. Uh, so we're back now. Um, and we've got a lot to talk about, especially the NFL Combine Skies starting up this week and um, also a lot of NBA news as well. But Scott, I, I wanted to start off with a little bit of a game, okay? Okay. A little bit of a game. So it's going to be a t- tough one, kind of. Um, I'm giving you a player, any player, right? I'm going to give you their 40-yard dash time, their height, their weight, and maybe if I get to find it, their bench press slash broad jump, okay? Is this like a previous player? Yes. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you... That those stats you're gonna have to tell me if this was an NFL an NFL star or an NFL bust. You don't have to tell me who it is. Okay. Okay. Is this a star or a bust? All right. I'll start off with number one. Okay. This is a quarterback. Okay. Four point eight three. That's fast. Pretty mm, for okay. a quarterback. Pretty fast. Six five two sixty five. Now you can tell me who it is. I feel like this is based big on ben. that. I don't know why. I'm I'm thinking. I feel six five two sixty five four eight three. Well, this could be Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor. I, I, it's not. He ran like a four three. I go star. So you, who do you think it is, though? I'm I'm curious. Big Ben, Josh Allen, someone in that type of build. It's actually Jamarcus Russell, maybe the oh biggest bust in goodness. NFL history. So <laughs> not starting off on a great note. O for one. But you've got you've got some re- redemption to. To take. I don't know. Anyway. All right. This one's a running back. All right, Scott? 4.49 speed. So terrible. Like, yeah. Right? 229 and 5.9. 229 pounds, 5.9. That's like a Dion Lewis height, right? Yeah. Okay. So NFL star or bust? I, I'm, I'm going to give you a hint. It wouldn't be Dion Lewis because he's neither. He's not a bust, but he's not like a... Is he either a really good player or... I'm trying to think of really good running backs that are 5.9. AP's taller than Adrian Peterson. Um, Maurice Jones-Drew, 
That's an interesting name. He wasn't fast. He was he was good. Um, I'm gonna get a star. I feel like it's Maurice Jones Drew. It's actually Trent Richardson. <laughs> this is so hard. Oh my goodness! Because the thing is, these players are so. I, I mean, yeah, if right. you, could, That's if you put Maurice Jones Drew and Trent Richardson side by side, the point is the combine doesn't matter. All right, that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> Don't watch it. All right, next one is a wide receiver. Four point five two speed. 14 reps on the bench press. That's not good. 123-inch broad jump, so that's like 10 feet. Yeah, I'm going to say this guy's a bust. But no, I'm going to say he's a star because I've had two busts in a row. 5'10", 195. Don't do it based on that. I randomly like changed it, but like you can do whatever you want. 5'10", 195. 5'10", 195. That's around Antonio Brown's height. 4.53 speed. That's fast. Four reps. 14. 14 reps, sorry. And 120. I feel like this is Antonio Brown. Can you give me the team that this person played on? No. I got a star. It was a star. It was Julian Edelman. Oh, wow. So, 5'10", 195. That, that was a pretty big hint there. All right. Next one. This was controversial. My lunch table, they were, they were mad that I did this. All right? Quarterback. 4.41 speed. 39-inch vertical. 120-inch broad jump. 6'2", 223. 4.41 speed quarterback. That's fast. Mm, it is fast. It's, it's, I feel like this is going to be Lamar Jackson or something stupid. 6'2", 223, 39-inch okay, vertical. So 6'2", so not tall. I'm going to get a star. I feel so like this is a Wilson, is? Jackson. Who do you, I, I want your final guess. Say the stats again. 4.41 speed, 6'2", 223. It's not Russell Wilson. You don't know that. Okay, 223 is a good amount of weight. For a quarterback. 6'2", 4.41 speed, 39-inch vertical. Athletic. I almost feel like it's Josh Allen. You want I don't know Josh? why. That's actually a good guess. Like, it's actually not. It's it's Robert from the third. That's not a bust. I th- I, this is my point. That's a star. I think it, no, he played. he's a backup, and he's like 29 years old. How is that that's a star? He's the second ACL. overall. Because when he tore his ACL. I know, but he played one season that was, that was actually decent. Before he tore his ACL. So that's controversial, but I think he's a bust. He was the second overall pick, and he played. People are calling Andrew Luck a bust because he played till he was 29. Meanwhile, Robert Griffin III, he had one good season. No disrespect. It's let's not ask, his fault. Let's ask the editor. The editor has spoken. There we go. Who's the editor? You? Yeah, that was you. All right. So I guess... Well, I'm not going to give you that because you said it was a st- you said okay, it was Lamar okay. Jackson, and meanwhile you, it was his backup. All right, so you've one right. You're one. This is this is the final one to go two for five, which would be still bad, but it would be way better than one to five. All right, this is hard. Four point nine oh. This is a quarterback. Four point nine oh speed in the forty yard dash. That's not very fast, right? Six five two twenty one. I'm, the problem is this could be like a Big Ben or Orja Marcus Russell. Right. 6'5", 221. So. The stats I'm getting are not helpful. Remember, we had a... You we, know, Robert Griffin III is 6'2", 223. So this guy, a Robert Griffin III is, is pretty skinny. So this is a 6'5", 221. 6'5". I'm thinking like... Let's see. 4.90. That's, That's one of the slowest ever. I'm, well, maybe not slowest ever, but for quarterbacks. Um... Hmm. I'm thinking of tall. Watch me like Tom Brady. Um, I'm going to go 
star. It is a star. It's Eli Manning. Eli is that Manning. a star? Yes. He won two Super Bowls. He's a Hall of Famer, maybe. I don't think he is, but he's definitely a star player uh, in his prime. So there you go, Scott. Two of five. That wasn't terrible. It was... It was. I want to... We should play that more in the future. That was pretty fun. All right. So, Scott, let's move along into actually talking about the Combine. Oh, unless... Do you have... I, I, I had a quick rapid-fire game for you, but... Oh, absolutely. I just, I'm ready. Want, I, I just have some names, and I and I just want you to tell me where they're going to end up. That's mm. all you have to do. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, we're starting off pretty easy. Jordan Reed. He just got released from the Redskins. Patriots. Okay, Damon Harrison. Snacks. Oh, I know where he's... People have... Uh, everyone thinks he's going to... I'm forgetting. Who needs a defensive tackle? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> wow. That was mean of you. Meanwhile, I don't even know where he's going. I'm going to say... Um, what? What's the team I can throw out? Cap- Cowboys. Okay, that's actually where he's projected to go. Ha Ha Clint Dix. Is he on the... He's on the Red... He's on the Redskins now. Right now, he's on the Packers. No, he's moved to the Redskins. Or, he's everywhere. I'll say that he'll go to the Ravens. Okay, Trey Boston. I don't know if you know, even know who that is. Safety, right? I'll say he goes to the Colts. Okay, I have ten more names for you. Ten? Oh, my goodness. Derek oh. Wolf. I expect you to know who that is. Yeah, defensive end. Jimmy Smith. Well, I didn't say who he went to. Oh. I'll say he stays with the Broncos. Okay. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. He's also going to go to the Cowboys. Okay. Shaq Lawson. Outside linebacker. Okay. Uh, well, no, I know who he is. I'm trying to yeah, figure out where he goes. Um, Shaq Lawson. Outside linebacker. Who needs a pass rush right now? I would say he goes to the Chiefs because they're going to lose Charles Suggs. Okay. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. I think he stays with the Panthers. Okay, Alshon Jeffrey. There's reports that he wants out of Philadelphia. Hmm. Patriots look looking looking nice there, but I'm instead. I'm gonna say I really like the idea of the Broncos getting a, getting okay. another because they lost Emmanuel Sanders. I think if they get one like another guy to pair with Cortland Sutton, they could be pretty good. Darius Slay. Said he's, he's not. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna be on the. Uh, I think Eagles. I think he's gonna. Okay. That a lot of people think he's going to the Eagles. Okay, and then I'm saving the best three, or who I think are the best three free agents this year for last. Number one, Dak Prescott. He'll stay with the Cup. Okay. Number two, Chris Jones. Um, I think the Chiefs will resign him. Okay. I think they will. And really, the best free agent out there. Tom Brady. Hmm. Wow. I think you gotta let me think about this for a little bit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a fun one. I'm gonna go Raiders. I, I don't think it's gonna be the Raiders. I, I think it's. You think it's, I, it's probably the Patriots. I just want to see him go. I think that would ruin his his reputation a little. Yeah. It's like Michael Jordan. It's like, oh, he went to the Wizards. You want to, you know, he's got to, I think he's got to stay in New England for his last two years. Okay. Interesting outtake. Uh, LA Chargers, Tennessee Titans, and Raiders, I think, are the are the only other three teams he would go to. 
All right. So with that, we're going to take a little bit of a break. When we come back, though, plenty of more from the M- from the uh, NFL Combines this upcoming week. So we've got a lot to talk about there. And then, of course, the NBA standings. They're really starting to shape up as we move past the All-Star break. So plenty to talk about there, too, as well, only on 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back into the GPS show. I'm Scott Piak alongside Gabe Gottesman. And we're going to move away from the NFL and the NFL Combine, which will be Another interesting year. We'll see if there's any other standouts like DK Metcalf. But speaking of standouts, Gabe, the Milwaukee Bucks, who have already clinched a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference with over 25 games left to play. Yeah, 26 games left. I mean, what do we do with this? You have an interesting proposal, which I would like you to talk more about. Do you want to go into that? Well, yeah. I mean, first, let me, let's just talk about the Bucks. I mean, they have a plus 12.4 point differential. That's by far the most. The second most is the uh, is the Los Angeles Lakers. You have a 7.4. So it's not even close. The Bucks. I mean, they're 30 and 4 against the East. There's not much. That's, <laughs> there's not a lot of competition for them. So I, I thought that they should change the format and just have 16 teams or maybe maybe get 14 teams in the playoffs. The 14 best records. Keep it simple. You mean 16 best records? Well, I would say, yeah. I feel like 16 is too many. I feel like the playoffs shouldn't be... That's another thing that, that's good about the NFL. You have, what? Well, I guess they're moving up to... Seven. To, to 17. So 14 teams in the playoffs ver- out of 32 teams versus having more than half the league make the playoffs. It doesn't really feel right. Like, the Magic are such a weird team because they're not, they're not a playoff team. Sorry, no disrespect to you, but they're just not... They're, they're not. In any league, you... you they're not a playoff team. They're way below five. They're, I mean, if we put this in perspective, they have a forty-two percent win percentage. At the current moment, they're twenty-four and thirty-two. If they were in the West, they would be uh, they would be the twelfth seed. seed, right behind the Spurs. And if you put the closest team to catching up to Orlando, the Washington Wizards, who are twenty and thirty-five, well, they would be below Phoenix. They at the current moment would be the, I don't even know, like the 14th, the 14th seed. seed. So, I mean, kind of going on that point, I do think it would be interesting if they did the 16 best teams. However, that would mess up conference play. That's right, the only... it, then it wouldn't be fair to the Western Conference because the top teams have to play against. And the problem with that would be, let's say we just have, I'm going to choose completely opposites. We have the Portland Trailblazers playing against Boston Celtics. That's a lot of traveling for right. a seven-game series. That's absolutely true. So it would be something interesting to see. They do it for the finals. They do it for the finals, but they also get more off days. Right. I, mean, I think you'd have to extend. I would say you shorten the season. We don't need 82 games. We need 50 games. And then we're, we're changing the NBA right here on the show. That's what we're going to do. They're going to talk about this for years. Changing it to 50 games, all right? 50 is minimal, though. That's not... Why do you need more? 60, 62. Right now, it's been like about 55 games. Do We already know who the best teams are. That I mean, that's true, we know, but... We know who... If you get off to a rough start, then there's no coming back. Well, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, then. If you want to be a playoff team, that's the way it works. Just play well the, throughout the entire season. I mean, granted, it would, it would make it easier to go own 50, which would be not good. But then, <laughs> I also records... But still, I think that would be a better way to do it. And then just have like a, what, two and a half month playoff, playoff stretch or three Where month playoff like stretch. they get like two to three days yeah, off every. Each, each, each game. That would be interesting. And then have the 16 best teams total. 
or yep. okay. So it would give them more off days to travel if they need so it. So that means at the current moment we would have the top. Frankly, we would have the top nine teams in the Western Conference, and then the seven teams in. Um, or we could just totally East. eliminate conferences as a thing, and then just make it so there's a thirty game. You play every every team. Let's make it a sixty game or no fifty eight game season. You play every team twice, and then so everyone has a fair shot. Put the top. 14 or 16 teams in the playoffs and let them play it out. So then we could have LeBron James going against Kawhi Leonard or have Steph Curry going against um, Kawhi Leonard or, well, I know they did that last year, but like uh, have two good teams from the same conference play against each other. It would make it so the best the best players would always win. Because last year, the Rockets um, and the Warriors, they were, or sorry, the, the Blazers and the Warriors, but also like three years ago, it was the Rockets and the Warriors. They were obviously the two best teams. I think the Rockets would have beat the Cavaliers in a seven-game series. And then they, I think that should have been the finals. The Warriors won in seven games, and then they went and just dominated the the Cavaliers in the, in the finals. It wasn't even fair. So I think that it would be a better way to do it. That would. Do, is there any argument? But you already figured out that our XFL argument didn't really work because then you'd have really good players going to the XFL. But this one seems right. It's, for me, why not? The whole I point mean, of it is really the there the three problems with this that I can point out are first it messes up how the schedules are created because you have to play. It's like so they can figure out a new way. I mean, yeah, you play every team twice. It's they, not that complicated. They can figure it out once but, at home and once away. Um, there would be that the travel, give them extra days. They have to do it anyway during the regular season too. They get more off days, though. I mean, they do plan their schedules accordingly. Like, a lot of the times you see teams play the Lakers, stay in L.A. for a night, and then the play the Clippers, and then go back home and have a two-day break, and then go back at it. Yeah. Um, There's not... I mean, I, everything that can happen that's wrong, you can kind of adjust. It, I mean, it would be interesting, though. So you play... I mean, you could have a team go on and play the Lakers. The change is the good. Clippers. We saw with the All-Star game. They finally made a change. Now, was the it the change games. that we wanted to see because of what happened? No. But overall, I think the to how they played it, the tribute to Kobe Bryant having a set score, I really like the set score, and I think that they yeah. keep that going with the foundations on that. So if they can find a way to keep the intensity... Because I do agree with you, having 82 games can be a problem. I think we could see players in the league longer if it's 50 games. Exactly. And I mean, then ultimately see. it stops Kawhi Leonard from saying his knee is sore for the fifth straight night and he has to load manage. Yeah, and also players would, lo- would load manage less because it has a sense of urgency with it. There's only 50 games. you got to win as much as you can or else you might not make the playoffs. Like right with the Clippers, they were down... At like a, at the five or six seed for for a good part of their early season, just because they were resting their players. Now, if that was only a fifty-eight game season, look what you could you could have teams that rest their starters and actually have to pay for it, rather than now the Clippers are probably going to end up moving to the two seed by the end of the year, like they uh, had already anticipated. And then also, I think it it changes hard because it's harder for fans. They don't want change if they like it the way it is. But I think once they get once we get used to it, I think it'd be a really good idea. That's just my. That's just my take on it. But then also, Scott, speaking of, I don't know, I, I'm not as good at segues as you are. But we, well, I want to move back into the NFL Combine because it's starting up. The um, The quarterbacks already did their measurables, and uh, there's there's a, there's a couple articles about which quarterbacks won the height and weight. Uh, well, there was, a, there was a clear winner. 
which was Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert had he was six which, six. I mean, they they do do strange things. For example, the hand measurements have came through. Yeah. So. Justin, Justin Herbert has a 10-inch hand, and Joe Burrow has a 9-inch hand. Uh-oh. What does that He's mean? He's falling to the third one, round. One of them's going to hold the ball a little bit stronger. Are they using the same size football as they used in college? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't Does it matter. matter that much? No. Is it for fun? Yes. Poor, I mean, if you really want to know, Tua Tagovailoa has a 9 and 7 eighth quarter inch hand. I feel bad. For, I feel, ba- feel I mean, bad for Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm, 8-inch Hands not what you not what you like to see from Jake, but I mean for Tua, not great for him. He's only six foot. That's like it reminds me a lot of Russell Wilson, where you know he might just move down just because of that. The height is a huge factor in the NFL more than in college, in my opinion. Because first of all, yeah, there's Alabama offensive line, which is notoriously known as being like a like a brick wall. It's a bunch of six five guys, top recruits out of college. Now he's going to go to a team that most likely will have one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, and there's going to be you know people coming at him. Whereas you probably will say maybe he, let's just assume that he goes to the Dolphins. You're going to see Patriots pass rushers and the Bills have a scary defense, so that would obviously be not ideal. But Scott, speaking of Tua Tagovailoa, there's been certain reports that the Lions are either going to trade out of that position or they may draft Tua themselves. What do you think about that? Do you think they should? Do you think they should trade, or do you think they should just draft? Uh, Jeff Akuda, who's a good cornerback. I mean, really, for them, if, honestly, if I was them, I would just restart. I think you got to get Stafford somewhere else, take a quarterback at number three, and say, "Hey, Colts, I have a Matthew Stafford here. We will take some picks and a defensive player in return." Because Stafford's been—I mean, he's—he's he's fr- he's frankly turning into a used toy. He's, he's been there for two. He's been there for I don't even know how long. I believe it's around 13 years. And he hasn't won. 11 years. Yeah, he's been there 11 years. They made the playoffs like once or twice, I believe. They have not won a championship. I mean, at some time we've... We even saw it with the Colts with Payne Manning. Now, granted, did he get back to the Super Bowl? Yes, because of a great defense. But he was starting to decel on the Colts. He was not having a great season. So they shipped him away and restarted with Andrew Luck. Right, that that was obviously a historic move for them. He had a Peyton had a terrible injury, and I think it was a really smart decision by the Colts. Listen, quarterbacks when you get them on a rookie contract, they can absolutely do wonders. We've seen it with Patrick Mahomes. There's a reason why. Oh, we've got a caller here. Hello, what is your name? Uh, hello, my name is McLean. Um, I just like to say that um, Matthew Stafford has only been playing for 11 years and not 13. We did say yeah, we, we cleared that up. 11. It was 11 years. Thank you, though, for the input. We really do. Thank you. What do you think of Matthew Stafford? I think Matthew Stafford is, at his best, a top-five quarterback in the NFL. I oh. Think oh. <laughs> Can you tell me what are the five quarterbacks? The top five? I think my personal top five Matthew is, Stafford. I think I'd go with Mahomes at one, uh, Lamar at two, Wilson at three. I think I go with Deshaun Watson at four. And then Stafford five. And then Stafford at five, yeah. So you would leave out Aaron, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. I think I think at this point in his career, Aaron Rodgers has definitely regressed significantly, and I think. Uh, so that's you think I would like to know Matthew Stafford is in the same division as him. It's not even like a contest. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers has so much better of a team around him. He's got a top offensive line. Aaron Jones at running back. Devontae Adams is a stud at receiver. 
Okay. Okay, I'm not sure if I agree with that because Matthew Stafford has not made the Pro Bowl, unlike Aaron Rodgers. He's made one Pro Bowl, and and Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl championship. That's not really a debate. You can't. It's too hard to argue against the fact that Aaron Rodgers is. I would almost say the same Prescott's better than. I would say most. Anyway, we will we will move away from Matthew Stafford. Anyway, what was I what was I talking about with Tua? We we both agreed that Matthew Stafford should be. Traded oh, right. or be used one more year, kind of like what we saw Peyton Manning with, or just quarterbacks in general, where we have seen them have almost what we call like a gap year, where they start as a bench, watch how the starters do it, get that NFL experience on the sideline, get that practice reps, right. and Mahomes. then the next year they come in, and that's when they truly shine. Yeah, we saw it with Mahomes. Yeah, his second year he was an MVP after his watching Alex Smith, who's not even that great of a quarterback. Also. Like I was saying, that having a quarterback on a rookie contract can be so good for a team because they're only making. Well, I mean, you look at like the Seahawks; they're paying Russell Wilson five hundred thousand dollars a year or like six hundred, and now he's making thirty some million dollars. It's a lot harder for them to win games. He does deserve it, but just having a quarterback that you can get, you can get a quarterback on a rookie contract for five years, and that can win you a Super Bowl pretty easily if you have if you get the right player. We saw it with Mahomes. We've seen it with. Dak Prescott, look at how good of a team Dallas has. They haven't been able to kind of uh, deliver yet, but it, having a, a quarterback on a rookie contract is really worth it. If you want to gamble, the Lions aren't going anywhere with Matthew Stafford. What's the point? Why do you want to keep him? They're not They're not going to win a championship. He's I mean, I think we've seen it with multiple franchises. Obviously, we saw the Redskins restart with Dwayne Haskins. I mean, you almost could say that Philly's kind of got into that point where, yes, they have extended... Um, Extended Carson Wentz, and he's done great things that he they got to the playoffs. But they have talked about the idea of what do we need to put around him to get back to where we were with Nick Foles when we won that Super Bowl. So it is interesting. Even with New Orleans, uh, many people wondering they have three quarterbacks in Taysom Hill, Drew Brees, and Teddy Bridgewater. What are they going to do? So right. It's definitely an interesting topic. All right, so with that, we're going to close out the GPS show. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We'll be back on Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, a lot more news from the NBA. We are transitioning into the NBA season, almost the playoffs, so stay tuned for that. Coming up on Friday, and we'll see you next time.